Hey guys, my name is Janiah Suarez. I am a 10th grade at Butler Tech. And today I am interviewing a Air Force mechanic. His name is Cody Gibson. And I just asked him a couple questions about his work and about his job and why he did it and etc. So if you want to keep listening and you're interested in learning about the Air Force, keep watching. Thanks. Janaya Suarez, and I'm just going to be asking you a few questions today. And I would just like you to go in description of them. I'm going to be jotting, jotting the answers down, but I'm mostly going to be listening to your answers. Sounds good. Okay. So how did you get into the Army? Were you picked or were you drafted in or did you go in there by choice? Well, I'm not actually in the Army. I'm in the Air Force. Oh, um, yeah. I'm sorry. But... I actually did join. Um, I enlisted when I was 17 years old, um, right, just so right after high school. And um, I just felt like it was the better choice. It was actually my dad's idea because I, um, you know, he felt like the Air Force would be a better choice for me. Although I did think about the Army, but me being 17, my um, neither my dad nor my mom would let me sign up for the Army or the Marines. So I chose the Air Force. Great. Um... Did you make any really good friends that you still talk to or know? Could you tell me about how your relationships was during your time serving? So, I mean, some of the best friends that I've made have been while, while I was in the Air Force. Um, so, I mean, you, you get really close to, you get really close to the people that, that you're there with because you're all, you all have the same experiences, especially when you do something like deploy which I've been on two deployments so far. And within those six months, you get really close to the people that you're with because no one's around their family and everyone's having the same experiences. So all like all of my friends are from the Air Force pretty much now, and they're all really close friends. I see them as brothers and sisters. Sounds great. Um, did you have any trauma stories like anything that's haunted you or do you have PTSD? I know if this is really hard to talk about, you don't have to answer this question. Oh, no, no, it's, it's fine. Um, I know people that have, that's, that have had to deal with that. Um, fortunately, I haven't had, had to. I'm only a mechanic, so I haven't had to see too many things um, of that nature. So my answer will be no, I, I didn't have to deal with that. Um, do you have kids? No, I don't. So just how was your experience overall? Like, was it good? Was it bad? Was it okay? Um, so that's a really hard question to, to ask. Um, a lot of people in the military, mostly because everyone has their own separate experiences. Um, there are good days and bad days. Um, you know, there are days we work 12 hour shifts in the, in the snow, negative 20 degree weather, and you, you know, you just have to deal with it. But then there are days where, you know, everyone around you is just having a good time and, you know, you're just enjoying your time. So 
but overall I'll say it's, it's been good. I mean, I'm still in the air force. So, um, so I'm obviously still enjoying my time here. So, but it's overall it's been really, really good. But of course it depends on, on who, who you ask and you know, what their experiences have been while in the military. Um, Does somebody know you're in here? Yeah. So I'm guessing um, that you graduated. Did you graduate high school? Yes, I've graduated high school. What high school did you go to? I went to Ramon C. Cortinez School of Visual and Performing Arts. It's in downtown Los Angeles. Okay. Um, do you have any siblings, any brothers or sisters? Yes, actually. I'm, I'm a middle child. I have one older brother, one older sister, or one younger brother, and one younger sister. Have any of your siblings served? Yes, my older brother was in the Navy. And has your dad served? Because I know you said that he, um, it was really his idea and yours mostly, but I know you said um, part no, of it. No, he didn't serve. He, um, he had me and my older brother before he tried to enlist and um, he just didn't want to after that time. So no, he, he didn't serve. Um, there's a lot of questions that I have run down, but I'm trying to find the best one I could ask. No, you're fine, take your time. So when did you when did you know that you wanted to um, enlist in the Air Force? Like, what was the big thing that made you want to made you know that okay, this is what I'm gonna do? Um, well, I really just wanted to get away from home. Um, I'm not sure if you know too much about Los Angeles, but the area that I grew up in wasn't too good. So I wanted to to get away from home and, and try something new and get a new, um, I guess a new lease on life. Um, get a new start. So that was my, my biggest um, motivation and my biggest reason for joining. And also my dad, you know, we had a talk and he said I should join because I really wasn't doing much of anything. Um, you know, my plans after high school definitely weren't to go to the Air Force, but I wasn't planning on um, going to college neither. I mean, funny enough, I actually planned on being a pro skater, but that didn't work out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I, you know. My, me and my dad had had a sit down and we talked about it and he he just said it was it was right before I graduated he just said hey you should go to the air force I think it'll be good for you and obviously me being me I said I'm too stupid for the air force I can join the navy or the army or something he was like the air force will be a better choice so that 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 was the day um you know I said I'll, I'll go to the recruiter and, and talk to him about it so could you give me a little bit of description of what you actually do? Because I'm not really um, knowledgeable about the Air Force. Yeah, a lot of people aren't. Um, so I do not fly airplanes. I am a mechanic. And my actual profession is an aerospace ground equipment technician. And that job, um, it's a lot 
that entails within that job. Um, so my job is pretty much to work on equipment that helps fix aircraft, if that, make, if that makes sense. So the actual aircraft mechanics have, have to do diagnostics and tests on the aircraft so they can actually be able to do their um, maintenance on it or know what's wrong with it. And that's the equipment that we use. Um, our equipment actually um, works the same way different parts of the aircraft work, but we actually look at those different parts more in depth. Um, so my job has over 250 to 300 pieces of unique equipment that all have something to do with a different part of the aircraft. So for example, we have a generator that has 270 volts. What they use that for is they'll plug it up into the aircraft and um, they plug up to the aircraft so the aircraft doesn't have to use its own batteries when they're doing diagnostics. And then we also have a diesel air conditioner, which cools down the electronics of the aircraft when they're doing those diagnostics. And we also have a diesel mule um, or a diesel hydraulic um, servicing cart so they can put hydraulics into the aircraft so all of the different um, components that use hydraulics can work without exerting the aircraft anymore. Um, it's I can talk about this all day, but it's a it's a lot of equipment that that we work on. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty much a mechanic by by trade. Um, so yeah. So sounds great, by the way. But so when you went to your recruiter, like, are you glad that you picked this job, this opportunity? Because I've I've not really, like I said, I'm not really known known to the Air Force, but I've had heard a lot of stories about the recruiter telling them lies or a recruiter not telling them what it was going to be. So like they sugarcoated. Um, no, I didn't pick the job. I went in. Excuse me. Uh, I went in going to want, wanting to be a firefighter. Um, but of course, a recruiter's job is to sell you, um, the Air Force. So they, it doesn't matter what job you get as long as they get you to basic. Um, so I went to my recruiter and told them I want to be a fighter fighter. She told me it would take over a year to get that job. And I was like, oh, I'm trying to leave home. So she put me in as open mechanical. And that pretty much means that I will, um, I go to basic and while I'm in basic training, they'll pick a, um, a, mechanical, a mechanical field that I'll be in. Um, so I ended up being the job I'm in now, aerospace ground equipment technician. Um, so I didn't really pick it per se. It was kind of chosen for me, but you get what you what you pay for. Um, you do have a lot of people that that do say the recruiters lie to them or, you know, the recruiter told them something that they didn't. But um, recruiters are human too. They don't know everything. So sometimes they try to sell you a job or sell the Air Force to you by by hyping it up a little bit more than it's supposed to be when they're not really knowledgeable on the entire career field. That clears a lot of things up. Um, so is there a specific time like that you have to be in the Air Force? Are you allowed to leave? Or is there a specific time that, you, or is there like, I don't know really how to word this, like, are you allowed to leave the Air Force when 
you want to be done with the job or do you have to stay there for a specific time? So <laughs> I understand what you mean. Um, so you are under a contractual agreement. So we all sign a contract, meaning that it's legally binding. Um, and if we try to leave without, <laughs> without their permission, we can go to jail. Um, that will be going AWOL absent without leave. Um, and then after a certain time period, then you become a deserter and you can go to jail. Um, but of course, people find loopholes for everything. Um, you could be kicked out if you can be kicked out in basic, which will be a um, in training discharge or something around, along the lines of that. I don't know the actual, um, you know, terminology for it, but that pretty much acts as if you weren't in the military at all. And then once you pass basic, um, pass tech school and all of that, then you can be kicked out for like felony PT test, for um, doing drugs, um, killing people, um, you know, all of that stuff you could be kicked out for. And um, that actually goes on your record. So employers can actually see that you're in the military and um, see what type of discharge you've gotten. Um, there are also people that, that will get kicked out for medical reasons. Um, you know, mental health issues you can be kicked out for. All, all different type of things um, because they, they want their their military members to be at the the best shape possible and um, the best fit for the military. So if they feel like they're not that much of a fit or if they they can't um, adapt to the Air Force as much as the Air Force needs them to, the Air Force can kick them out and get them out early. But for someone leaving, um, other than doing something that's illegal, like lying to a medical professional and saying that they have something mental going on or, you know, something of that matter, you can't really leave the Air Force until your contract is up. And those go from four to six years. Um, I know that, I know there's a lot of different types of like the Air Force and the Army and whatnot. So does the Air Force have like good benefits? Because I've heard that the Army has benefits and stuff like that. Do you have good benefits? Yes, so all military um, branches all have the same benefits. Um, they all fall under the same thing. Um, I'm not sure how the Army, Marines, Coast Guard, and Navy does it. I'm not sure if they have their own way of getting them, but the Air Force does have really good benefits. I mean, healthcare, um, life insurance, um, get tuition assistance, um, the, the GI bill. So for going to college and, um, you could also get different type of certifications. For example, um, everyone in my career field has to get a environmental protection agency, um, certification, which means we can work on refrigerant which is a, a big thing. It actually helps out on, in the outside world, outside the military. But it's, it's a lot of really good benefits. Um, that's why I've decided to stay in because it's benefits that you, you rarely see in, in a civilian workforce. Um, like for example, I can go to the emergency room right now and not have to pay a dime. So they're pretty good. Um. Is there ever been a day where you just wanted to give up and you just wanted to like not do your job anymore? I know that you said that you were under contract, but 
Was there ever just a day that you just wanted, just didn't want to be here anymore, like in the Air Force? Oh, yes. <laughs> um, it, I mean, that, but that goes with, with everything. Um, everyone has their, their limits to what, to what they can do. Um, you know, some, some people can, can go on longer without, you know, feeling as if they, they wanted to quit. But every everyone has those days. Um, it's it's all about you know keeping your head up and and just keep pushing. And I mean, but the Air Force does when you feel like that and you just feel like you don't want to do it anymore. Um, you can go and do different jobs within the Air Force and then go back to your job. They're called special duties. Um, for example, I've actually gotten picked to be a um, an instructor at um, at a different base. So. So that kind of breaks it up, like mixes it up for me to where I don't have to keep doing my job all the time um, for another three years. So I'll go and be an instructor for three years and come back. Um, and also you can go and talk to your leadership and they'll put you in a different position um, just just to help you break the monotony of your job and, and do something a little bit different. So the last question that I have for you today is, um. Do you get to go home on holidays and um, do you get to have breaks? Do you go home? Do you get home, go home to your family? Cause I know, I know most um, military bases do, but I know some people don't get that chance. So um, of course, of course, when you deploy, you don't, you don't get to, but right now at home station, I can, as long as the manning meets, because they're not allowed to, to let a certain amount of people um, go home um at, at one time because of course you still need people to work but I, I do try to go home whenever I get a chance um like right now I'm actually I've actually been on vacation for a week just because I didn't want to go to work um but you get a certain amount of vacation days every month um, I think it's two 2.5 vacation days every month and they they accumulate all the way up to about 60. And then once the fiscal year ends in October, if you don't use those 60 days, um, then they'll take them away. But yeah, you do get quite a bit of vacation time. So as long as you just communicate with your leadership, what days you want to take off, you can go home whenever you want. Um, but of course, us being in the military under contractual agreement, they can always call you back if something happens. Um, so we always have to be ready at a moment's notice to, to be able to just pack our stuff up and, and deploy out, so. Hey guys, so that was it for me and Cody's interview. Thank you so much for sticking out to the end. If you wanna come back and see the next interview I do, please do, I really appreciate it. Bye guys.